Hello and welcome to Horrible Friends. It's a podcast in book club format about horror movies. And this week we have Jason X. X, X, X. Starting off, I'm Kyle. I'm Chris. I'm Dan. And I'm Jarvis. And to clarify, we are not reviewing Jason XXX. That will be a different week, a different time. Uh, this yeah, is just Jason 1X. Di- different up, show. Yeah, that, which that's, one did you watch? Did you, no, that's, did you watch that's for Horrible Friends. Uh, after Night. Yeah, After Dark. Yeah. Gotta get this Patreon going, boys. And the way this is going to go is we're going to talk a lot about the six. No, we're going to talk a lot about the movie because we're going to talk about the history. We're going to talk about the movie and then we're going to talk about how scared we were during this movie, which I know everybody here was absolutely terrified floored if you will oh man mortified really yeah uh starting off dan what 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 kind of history does this movie have this is like the first of a whole the start of a, of a character right yeah that's why they put an x because it's like x marks the spot like this is where we start we found right? him. we got yep. him <laughs> we, we did it him. i think that's how treasure maps work you start at the x right Mm-hmm. Yeah, walk everybody knows that. Then you walk yeah, away from okay. it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're the guy burying the treasure, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, Jason X came out in 2001. In the states, it came out in 2002. Um, but it was first released in Spain. Um, uh huh. Thought you were going to say space. Got no. really interested. <laughs> it was released <laughs> in Spain in 2001. And what, if, then, what if that was part the of their marketing? Thing. They're like, we're going to release it to the NASA International Space Station first. <laughs> and that's where all of our critiques, our critiques will be derived. Well, the thing was, they they finished filming it, like I think, in like towards the end of 2000. But it, it in the States, it pretty much sat on a shelf somewhere until they were like, oh, hey, that's right. We did this. Yeah, throw it out there. Yeah, because they were like, oh, man, we need to brighten up everybody's horizon. Uh, 9-11 just happened, but we have to release it. And then somebody from another room is like, no, we can't release it. Release Jason X. It's time. Do you think (laughs) 9-11 happened in 2000? 2001. It's it's what people need. Yeah, it's 2001. (laughs) But it was was done in 2000. Yeah, it was pretty much done in 2000. Well, they let us sit on a shelf for two years because they released it in 2002. Because that's what the country needed. We had to wait till 2 k blew over. <laughs> what if, and they released it like around the same time as the first Tobey Maguire Spider Man movie. Okay, hear me out. What if Paramount is responsible for 9 11? Why would you say something so controversial and yet so brave? <laughs> <laughs> well, the director for this is James Isaac. Uh, James Isaac is best known for directing movies such as Pig Hunt, Skinwalkers, and House 3 Horror Show, uh, which I know you've all seen. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that one. Yep. Finally, so the the writer for this is Todd Farmer, and you'll know Todd as the guy who looks like the Diet Coke Stone Cold Steve Austin in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that who? Oh that yeah, was? that guy. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is the writer. <laughs> yep, that guy can write. <laughs> he can barely play a video sure. game, let alone write. <laughs> um. But he has writ- written things such as My Bloody Valentine 3D, The Messengers, and Trick. Oh, shit. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, respect. I was talking shit. Not bad. 
No, it's okay. We can talk shit about this one. Okay, we can talk some shit. I'm always <laughs> talk some shit. You want to talk some shit? So our budget for this was estimated to be around $11 million, and the box office was $17 million around there. So made a little bit of money, but not very much. No, it was considered. I saw it, it was, uh, yeah, it was like the worst uh, grossing, like, Jason Friday 13th movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a financial failure, but mm-hmm. it ended up becoming later on, like statistically, the most successful because, like, yeah. all of the uh, the DVD and post theater sales and all that stuff. So, yeah, I will say, like, the one unfortunate thing about this not being uh, successful is that uh, the guy who played Jason, Kane Hodder, who played Jason, I think from like uh, I want to say like Friday Six up yeah, until total, Jason X, total of four times. Yeah, longest running Jason. Yeah, he was the one that re- also really pushed them doing Freddy versus Jason. And when they were doing Freddy versus Jason, because of how bad Jason X performed, they were just like, "Yeah, no, we want somebody else." Yeah, they went with another direction. That's sad, dude. Yeah, I felt really, I feel really bad about like that. He it's was like, like the, it, big, the movie's biggest proponent. Like he was its yeah. biggest fan, and they're like, hmm, "Nah, you're you're cut." And it wasn't his fault. The other Jason movies were bad. Like I love his Jason. It's not his fault the writing sucks. I, I always liked Freddy vs. Jason. I know it's not a good movie, but I always enjoyed it. Oh, no, it's entertaining. Um, So, other 2002... I'm going to put 2002 horror movies just because it came out in the U.S. in 2002. I just feel like that's kind of fair. Um, So, we'll say other 2002 horror movies that we could have watched uh, would have been The Ring, Cabin Fever, and Juan the Grudge. Yeah, no wonder this didn't do good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those three alone are like some of the best of the 2000s, even as like early it, on as they yeah. as they came out. And like I said, I think they released it like a week or two before Spider-Man or like right after Spider-Man. So uh, no chance in hell. Yeah, no, no chance none. in hell. No I mean, chance I'm, in Jason in hell. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure you no, guys that was the one before this. I'm sure you guys remember like how like huge the ring was like i can't imagine trying to. oh yeah yeah i mean it still is right like Mm -hmm. spun off like all these different types of horror movies and these different tropes that we now see like it's crazy but anyway we're not here to talk about that we are here to talk about this beautiful piece of cinema that runs at a runtime of one hour and 32 minutes and um to jarvis's dismay uh, the filming location for this is... I know, I know. Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Look, they had to save money somewhere. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they went to <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> Fucking back to the commie roots of that goddamn hockey mask. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. At least they made it chrome. <laughs> it does. It... it is a cool look. I, I like the mm-hmm. look of him. I mean, it's ve- look. It's very two thousands looking. Oh yeah, everything will be shiny forever. Yeah, <laughs> we survived Y two K. Nothing bad will happen ever again. That was like how the early two thousands and like the late nineties. I always feel like that time period just didn't know what it was gonna do. Like it was like, oh, we have to be super innovative. What do we do? It's because we all thought we were gonna die in the year two thousand. So I was like, oh well, fuck. Well, yeah. What do we do? And then we didn't. So everyone's like, all right, it's it's flying cars or nothing. Like we're we're going into the jet. Still waiting. Future. 
Yeah, I like that. And here we are. I feel like that was one of the last moments in like collective uh, culture where we listened to some fucking nerd scientists tell us that the world was actually going to end and everybody took it seriously. <laughs> Someone yeah. was like, yeah, he hey. fucked it up for the rest of every year. Yeah, that followed. they were like, all the counters can't go past one nine nine nine. Everyone was like, fuck, I didn't think about that. That's not a thing that I get it. Yeah, we're all going to die. And then it didn't. And then uh, everybody was like, well, okay, I guess nothing is real anymore. So anybody want to watch Jason X? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just, just for the fun of it, I, I looked up 2001 horror movies just so we could look at a comparison of this. Uh, See if it like, could have had a better chance in 2001. Yeah, yeah, I was just curious while we were talking. Um, so we had movies. I'm going to pick just three of the ones that I recognize and are decently big. So we have Jeepers Creepers. Mm, um, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Already yeah, very difficult. I'll, actually, I'll do four. I have Session 9, which I watched that one. That was very good. I don't know how. It's in box office or anything, but it's a good movie. Um, 13 Ghosts. And 13 Ghosts. is amazing and a beautiful movie. Um, and Joyride. So there's like, there's some movies that came out. I definitely think it would have fared better. It would have fared better. 100%. 2001, though. Uh, I don't know. Scary Movie Two did come out in 2001 as well. So. Oh Ooh, yeah, yeah, done. Done. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time for your your favorite time. It's the taglines. So hit him with it. Pop, 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 hit me with it, baby. I've been waiting all week. Uh, we have four taglines here, but I promised I would only say three. No, hold so on, we're hold stick on, with... hold on. I'm doing one. I'm doing one already. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna jump in front of you. What you got? Do it, do it. In space, no one can hear you scream. Tell me they said. Tell me they did it. That's amazing. That you did know you what? just come up with that? That's yeah, so of course. Insane. <laughs> insane. <laughs> did they? Did they actually do it? No. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> in space, Jason can still hear you fucking. <laughs> In space, you could still get sued for trademark. What did you do with your mouth there on spice? Spice. <laughs> um, I think I had a seizure. I don't know. Um, all right. So here's our taglines. Um, Evil gets an upgrade. Dig it. Nah, it's yeah, okay. I dig yeah. it. I dig. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just gotta say them all. Welcome to the future of horror. Yeah. All right. It, it, they mm. should have known it definitely that's wasn't. Like a, that's like a me-level one. All right, keep going. <laughs> we knew you were going to say all four. Why do you say you're not going to read all four? You're going to read them all. I got I to read all four. You got to. All right, but I have to change my inflection on this one. This Halloween, meet the perfect ten in terror. Yeah. You get against like Jason God. X. Yeah, I yeah. got it. That's like a boy I, meets world like fucking <laughs> review, yeah. <laughs> and then just to uh, just to re- uh, take that and rewind it back. Welcome to the future of horror. He's been drowned, chainsawed, knifed, <laughs> hammered, shot, burned, spiked, nailed, shot, and frozen. And now he's back for more. Jesus. I couldn't, okay, I no, couldn't no. keep it together. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, it was so long. 
Was that on a billboard? Like <laughs> it was on two billboards. Or two of them, right? Yeah, you gotta do the side by sides. <laughs> the only people who ever got that one are like in Missouri, like deep in Missouri, where they do the side by side ones. Which is unfortunate because they can't really read it that well in deep in Missouri. I'm telling. I'm telling. You said it. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, um, let's um, X X marks walk. All right. Go, Chris. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. All right, so our movie opens in 2008, uh, where Jason has been captured by the U.S. government. Oh, got me. Got him. (laughs) He's been captured by the U.S. government and held at the Crystal Lake Research Facility, which I love that Crystal Lake went from a camp to a research facility. It's the natural progression of summer camps in the United States. It <laughs> yeah, starts with like yeah, a, it starts with like a nuclear silo, you know, in like the like I don't know under a fucking barn or something, you know. And, yeah, and then it just goes wild from there, man. It, it's I'll tell you what, it's not. It's not Fergalicious. That's what it's not. It's, that's true. It's not. <laughs> um, so funny thing, the reason they went with two thousand and eight and they put it like a few years in the future is because they didn't want it to mess with the continuity of. Freddy versus Jason when that came out. And I remember oh, like finding oh, that out yeah, and thinking right. like, yeah, because the Friday franchise couldn't be, you know, convoluted in any way, shape, or form. No, they're really responsible about their timelines. I really appreciate that about them. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 They're playing the long game here. <laughs> yeah. Um, after numerous failed attempts to kill Jason over the following two years, uh, government scientists Rowan LaFontaine suggests putting him in cryogenic stasis. And then we get uh, a Sergeant Marcus and Dr. Wimmer arrive. And did anyone realize who Dr. Wimmer was? Yeah. Good old David Cronenberg. David fucking Cronenberg. Oh, wow. Okay. Hmm. Which I thought was pretty crazy the first time I watched it. So anyway, uh, Dr. Wimmer, Sergeant Marcus, and a few other soldiers uh, show up hoping to further research Jason's ability to heal from lethal wounds as they believe it involves rapid cellular regeneration that can be replicated because, you know, U.S. government. Jason uh, surprisingly breaks free from his restraints and what? kills... Hmm? Yeah, right. What? Wow. Yeah, who, yeah who that's saw the that sound coming? of our surprise. Yeah. Uh, and he murders all of the soldiers and Dr. Wimmer. And which the other thing I saw about Cronenberg, uh, he only agreed to be in the movie if he would be killed by Jason. Like he wanted to die like almost immediately. Oh, so he's a real, he's a real Jason then. He's a real yeah. Jason head. Yeah. <laughs> why, why did it take Jason two years to get off the hook when, if he could have just did it at any time, like he was just like, I don't really want to be here anymore. And then he just he like jumps it. off the hook. Maybe he was just taking a nap for the first two years. Like he was just chilling, <laughs> relaxing. He's like, "Oh, there's no kids fornicating near me for me to have to kill them." Like, right. My, my dude got to like, he got three meals a day if he ate, and he got housing. He probably got health care. He, he was fine. I mean, they tried to execute it. him multiple times, but I mean, he earned the respect by not dying every <laughs> yeah. single time. And I'm sure they had a great dental plan. I I think it was the thread count of the of the. Uh, the blanket that he threw on his head. Thread count was too much. <laughs> too soft. Or the restraints. <laughs> or the restraints he was in 24-7, 365, but you know. Uh, 
So Dr. Rowan uh, lures Jason into a cryogenic pod and turns it on. But as right after she closes it, uh, she, he's able to stab her through the pot with his machete and stabbing her in the abdomen, uh, to which she just then goes into the pod to freeze herself so she doesn't die. How much fun was that that first like tussle, you know, with all the soldiers and Jason, though? You know, I was watching that, was that and, like as silly as it all was. And it was really fucking ornery. Like it was goofy. But like, you know, that's why he is the name brand of like ridiculous, violent horror. You know, like that's the face mm-hmm. that comes to mind. Yeah, for sure. I, I, it was a good return to form very quickly. This movie does not mince words. They they barely have a plot line to stick with, but what they do have is murder. Murder. I was also looking over the uniform of the of the Sarge that was with them, the Green Beret that was going to escort him out. And uh, I, I noticed some of the medals and I was just thinking to myself, like his dying thoughts. He's like, I survived Desert Storm for this. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this shit sucks. Um, also, so if you're going to make a cryogenic stasis chamber, mm-hmm. which I am. Yeah. You'd think it'd be a little bit more difficult to put a machete through the door. Oh, I'm but sorry. It's did, a... did you have some design critiques, Chris? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, as someone who, you know, builds cryogenic stasis chambers in his spare time. Um... Look, some of us only have aluminum foil to work with, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I felt like they used. Like, it seemed like just barely effort. He's just, eh. Hey, man, a lot of the money goes to R&D, okay? We're making good with what we got. <laughs> Didn't didn't we already say that they spent all their money on David Cronenberg? They can't Not spend so much, money. Right. so much money on David Cronenberg. <laughs> so we now jump to 455 years later. Are we to assume that really no one went to that lab after? Like yep, who was watching that lab? <laughs> because apparently this ramp this ramp this lab was run by Dr. Rowan the sergeant Dr. Wimmer and those few soldiers. That's all who ran this. And And David David That (laughs) is all who ran this, you know, government research facility. They're the only people. I'm going to give them credit here. I'm I'm not giving them credit. Sorry. I'm going to give them a little bit of leeway with with the storyline because... I I would like to believe that this entire they don't really allude to it too much actually that this entire thing is actually under the lake right it's a hidden facility where he's at yeah it is it's and, a black site right and then it only got discovered after or during when Earth 1.0 is being decimated and all the water disappears and it's like the only thing laying down on top so I'm I'm giving them benefit of the doubt but. There had to be at least one other person working okay, in this look, facility nope. that was just like, hey, those eight people that went downstairs <laughs> through that door, anyone else notice that nope. they didn't come back? Eight's also, a crowd. Nine's ridiculous, Chris. Okay. <laughs> also, no did did Dr. Rowan have no family members or anyone else that was <laughs> anyone, down there? No like... one. No one had family. Their work hours? No one loves them. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and and this is all just to say that um, I had to make my own story up for this film, <laughs> so I, I kind of went with it. But go ahead. So yeah, we jump four hundred four hundred fifty five years later, where as Kyle kind of mentioned, uh, the Earth has become too polluted to support life, and humans have moved to a new planet. Uh, get ready for it, Earth Two. 
electric boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly, it's exactly what I thought of. Earth 2, the electric boogaloo. And, and even better, I just love it. So we have Professor Brandon Lowe and uh, his android companion, KM14. I'm just going to list all these names now because I'm not going to remember them later. There's so many characters. So many characters. <laughs> uh, Chris, you do not need to name any. Just name them by their characteristics. That is how I would like to remember them by. <laughs> uh, I can't remember some of them. All I remember is uh, I would just refer to as Janessa. Holy shit, shut up. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, sex robot. Yep. Yeah, sex and that's KM14. Uh, we got sex robot. Yep. Flashlight uh-huh. with legs. Next. <laughs> um, Do- Azrael. Call, I guess we're gonna like Azrael, just like Stoner. Even though know, okay. actually, there's already someone named Stony. So I guess Azrael, I that's his fucking name. All right, Azrael. I got, <laughs> I got the face of complete confusion from my wife because she actually watched this one with me, and I just scream across my living room. Is that fucking Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and turns out no, because he yes. was seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do do we? Uh, how about Sergeant Strong? Do we do we have him? So yet? I like Sergeant. Uh, I don't Strong. think I don't think he's on this part. I think he's still on oh, the okay. ship. Did anyone remember why they're on Earth One? Uh, pick up DVDs. I think <laughs> they're on a field trip. Yeah, they were on a field. Oh, trip. Oh right, yes. Because yes. you know, in the future, you take a field trip to a horrendously polluted, unpopulated yeah. planet that can't support life. That's. Sounds Dude, like Miss, Miss Frizzle trip. took her field trips up like people's buttholes to like learn. <laughs> you about know what? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like, you know I don't want to hear any a... fucking critiques. <laughs> That's a <laughs> solid. They're point. worse. <laughs> and so, sure enough, they go down to the facility and they find Jason and Rowan in the pod, and they bring him back aboard their spaceship, uh, known as the Grendel. And uh, they revive Rowan. The Grendel. The Grendel. That's what mm-hmm. I kept calling it the whole time watching. I called <laughs> yep. it the Grendel. Yeah. <laughs> They revive Rowan while leaving Jason in the morgue, believing that he's dead. Would y'all believe that man ain't dead? Uh, you can't leave him there, though. That man is hung like a horse. That's, 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 <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the future is hella steampunk, man. Like, pleather and plague masks. What's, yep. what's, they, were so clo- like, they were so close to getting Gen Z fashion in 2002. Or 2000, right. rather. Yeah, it was like so rain close. boots and like hobo uh-huh. clothes. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was pretty close. Yeah, they almost had it. That's what we're going to miss. Did, did anybody hear what year hockey's outlawed? Oh, yeah, 2024. We only have two more years <gasps> left of hockey. Yeah, you, you fucking better believe I heard that. Dan, if you'll recall, um, we skipped ahead quite a bit from our uh, our, our Jason Voorhees lens because we originally, we, uh, to date, we have only recorded now this episode, but the only one we did before is the original Friday the 13th from 1980. In that episode, you made it a point to talk shit about baseball a lot. A lot. So the fact that hockey is outlawed in 2024, that (laughs) is your comeuppance, good sir. This is your fault. You did this. This is karma in motion. I feel no remorse. The year that uh, Chara is going to be done, right? Is that that right? It's 2024? He's already done. Well, that's that's why. There's nothing left. There's nothing left. (laughs) So jumping ahead a little bit. Um... One of the members of the ship, Adrian, is ordered to dissect Jason's body 
but Rowan warns them uh, of the danger of revealing Jason's nature and superhuman abilities. Um, then we also cut to Professor Loeb or Lowe. Uh, no. Wait, right. Can can we not glance over this? That that character did say that he was hung like a mammoth. So do do you guys think that he's hung like a mammoth? Like I couldn't get over that comment. You want to go back like, and talk about this? I want to talk about this. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I want to stop this whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, no, I, let's talk about some dick, dude. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was she gonna do if she found out that he was hung like a like a a mammoth? I mean, probably fuck him. I don't know. It's space. But he's dead. I guess is the future. Frozen. Are we okay with necrophilia? No, it's like international As long waters, as it's in right? space. Space is international waters. Yeah. There's no rules there, boy. You find I a mean, giant hung-ass frozen body on Earth. Right. That's finder's feet. If you, if you can do that, then, I mean, sorry, you are able to do that only because people like uh the professor have a uh a children's wind-up toy wind-up in the side of him i guess and that's what's totally fine i get everybody's real kinky in the future dude mm-hmm. i mean it's like no i i was gonna say it's cool like i'm not kink shaped no it's not cool to have sex with a dead body though that's that's not okay no, <laughs> so no whoa okay whoa that. whoa that sounds an awful lot like kink shaming dan whoa <laughs> look man i gotta draw the line somewhere you gotta, no you gotta reel it in buddy <laughs> Come on in the waters, fine. <laughs> the international waters, free of judgment. Uh-huh. That's, that's the Come one. Come on in, so he's fun. hung like a mammoth. <laughs> he's hung like a mammoth. <laughs> but they're they're also like they're so weirdly like now everybody's just horny as hell, and and that's exactly because like, a space the... cowboy. Of course, everyone's horny as hell. Of course, there's <laughs> yeah. one guy in the year twenty four fifty five still wearing a fucking cowboy hat. <laughs> okay, if I had a nickel for every goddamn cowboy hat I have seen since moving from New Jersey, it's obscene absolutely fucking obscene well we had a buff buff yoga lady uh who like uh was was the main person doing the autopsy stuff i can't remember what her name was you just said it. Uh, that's uh adrian yeah so adrian was (laughs) (laughs) she was like she just told the other two like just just go out go ahead get get out of here go have sex and come back when you're done they were like are you serious (laughs) all right and then they did. And then they did. <laughs> they just, they did. just fucking did. That was it. <laughs> because at that point, um, so this is where I always, that's why I always go with like the main story of Jason is that he's mainly just killing teenagers that are out fornicating. Because as we're seeing the scene of them doing it, and you hear the moans, that's when we cut to Jason sitting upright in like the morgue area with Adrian. So he just heard like the moan in the distance, like, oh, I got to kill some kids. He he won't be stopped. He can't be stopped. He's got to kill all these kids having sex. They're fornicating in space. <laughs> Not on my watch. Not on my watch, damn it. Dude, he's up to the challenge. Like, nothing presents itself that he's not like, you know what? No, I, I still got this. I'm good. Yeah, it's almost 500 years in the future and he's in space. No. All right, I'm going back to my room. Not even a blink of the eye. No, he's he just doesn't like, blink his murder. Fun fact no, in this he doesn't. movie. Fair. There is no point in time at all that he has shown on camera that he blinks. So you're right. He didn't bat an eye. Hmm. At the same time, this is the best scene and the worst scene because this is the best kill. Very cool kill. Um, but at the same time, it's all downhill from here. Like, it's just yeah. not good after this. It's bad. No, this is like the best kill of the movie. And then there's nothing else even close to it after this. 
I got a question. So, so we're we're talking. We're about it. What's the main girl's name? Rowan. Rowan. Yeah. Rowan. Yeah. Atkinson. So like, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bean. I, I got that. Mr. Bean. Yeah. So, like, when they bring her back to life, like, what was the point of like dressing her in a chainmail robe? <laughs> just, I have to know <laughs> because because I wanted just as a practical joke to be like one of the guys, like, "Hey, morning, sleepyhead." You've actually been asleep for, get this, I, this is going to sound crazy, but 450 years. Yeah, no, that's a big number. Anyway, so we need you to fight a dragon, okay? So, <laughs> <laughs> See, what's crazy is it it's all cyclical. You, you went back around. It's actually 1600 now. We're from the past. A long, long time sleepy ago. Head. We Here's your morning chain mail. Uh, <laughs> using these space thrusters. <laughs> yeah, I I think they were trying to go with a futuristic like lead blanket thing, like when you go get your teeth. Yeah, it didn't work. It, nope, yeah, sure. it's just chain mail. It's just chain mail. <laughs> you you mentioned the word cyclical, Kyle, and I guess if we're talking uh-huh. about like the styles of dress in this movie. It's fun that you said that because the trends really are cyclical and this proves it because everyone in 2455 dresses like they're waiting to get into a club in like a second rate city in 1998. That is correct. <laughs> like they didn't go to Berlin to party. They they went to like Schmerlin like next door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Going to Schmerlin. No, they went to like London, Ohio, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like Baghdad, Florida, right? Yep. <laughs> They're all over. They're all over. Like, who do, where do they get off coming up with these fucking names? Welcome to Paris, Tennessee. <laughs> Bonjour. That's a, that's a Tom Segura joke. Don't sue me, Tom Segura. I love you. No, sue him. That means that you're listening. Yeah. That's Show us right. that you're listening. <laughs> sue me so hard, Daddy. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, as Dan said, uh, this is the coolest kill of the movie. Jason gets up from the operating table, grabs Adrian's head, sticks it in uh, liquid nitrogen, and as he pulls her head out and it's frozen solid, he smashes it against the table. Yep. Anyone in like suddenly in the mood for like strawberry water ice? No, <laughs> no one. Just <laughs> me. I was I don't thinking like the, the pebble ice. That like good pebble ice that you yeah. can't get anywhere. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's like what it, it's like what Sonic commercials say it's going to be like, but it's never like uh, that. <laughs> and instead, all the Sonics are always closed. They've never. There's never been a single one that's actually been open. I think they spend all their money on just the advertisements, and then yeah. none of them survive the month. There's sure. a conspiracy in there somewhere. Um. <clears throat> so after that, Jason looks across, you know, all the fancy operating tools. And would you imagine the giant futuristic looking machete listed with all the surgical instruments is what he chooses? Okay, I have to I, I have to break here because I have some important notes. I got some really important shit, people. Okay, because we did. Sorry, Chris, we did glance over mm. our nude clock. It's and, back. Yeah, we're back, boys. Are we and, doing this again? Sorry, we're doing. I, 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 I figured we might. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll start adding it to the beginning just, unless you just, just want to do it. Yeah, just for old times' sake. I figured All I'd right. jump in, throw us back in, boys. Right? We get some cyborg titties at twenty-eight minutes and twenty seconds. We get KM14's nipples, which are magnetic and fall off. What I ex- love it. What I suspect Beautiful. that they did, right, is like, you know, they videoed her topless. They like. 
I don't know, photoshopped the nipples out and you can see it's almost like they like kind of like hastily did makeup over them. And then they took the nipples that they just photoshopped off and that's what they used to animate her nipples falling off. I'm not sure, but I feel like that's what they did. I feel like that is a ton of work, I think. That's just for nipples, like a right? lot of work that they, for nipples. That they just made some or bought some like fake nipples. And no, then that's they, not what happened. Yeah. Not a chance. And then they, they just had her wear like a nude shirt and she never was actually topless. That's that's what I'm going with. Hit us up in the comments to tell us what you think happened with her nipples. If you were from the or, Jason X production team and uh-huh, worked specifically or you know. on the nipples. I will give you any <laughs> amount of money to come on the show and just talk endlessly. I don't care if the episode's ever released. I could I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, sorry. The, the the second thing we need to talk about because this is going to become a pretty pretty thematic throughout the rest of this movie is did you guys notice like anything specific about the knife that he chose other than it's like the obvious one. It's it's like a giant futuristic looking machete. But that's not what it is, no. guys. That's not what it was. What was it? It's the world's largest cheese knife. Jason is about to serve up the world's bloodiest charcuterie board, and we are all along for the ride, and I can prove it. That is a cheese machete. We'll keep going, but I can prove it. Okay. They um, make a cheese right. machete. All right. Uh, so this point is where we get basically Jason starts murdering everyone on the ship. Uh, he kills Stony right in front of Kinsa. They were the two uh, fornicating teenagers that Jason woke up to. So obviously after he killed Adrian, they were next. Um, at this point, Sergeant Brodsky on the ship leads a group of soldiers to hunt Jason down. And he more or less kind of takes them all out one by one. Um he does find himself in a part of the ship where we have uh, Azrael and Dallas playing a virtual reality, like holographic video game. Now let's talk about those early two thousands, uh, you know, CGI there. They're playing this game. They think Jason's, you know, a part of it. And then until he murders them, uh, he picks up Azrael and snaps his back over his knee which, a uh, fun mm-hmm. fact for the Batman fans of the show, at least from what it seemed like when I looked into it, that's a reference to a Batman graphic novel. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Uh, Dan, if you remember, what was it? Uh, is it Nightfall? The one where Bane breaks Batman's back it's, and um, uh, the character Azrael takes over as Batman while he's recuperating? But yeah, I, I definitely I couldn't find anything concrete that it is a reference to that Batman graphic novel. But it other if it's not, it's a very huge coincidence that this character Azrael is their back snapped over Jason's leg, just like Batman in that comic book. It definitely looks like that scene from Nightfall. Actually, just the cover of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he grabs our uh, Stone Cold Light and uh, just... Does a classic Jason bashes his head into the wall. Sure. Yeah. Which uh, one thing I, I read that since our diet stone cold was uh, the writer of the movie, uh, he wanted to do that stunt himself. Um, but Kane Hodder told him absolutely fucking not. Because he had to continue finish writing the movie. Like, <laughs> let him do oh, it. Uh, well, I think it was mainly just because 
usually in these movies when Kane Hunter like does like the head slamming, like he really does it to like sell it, but it's usually done with like, you know, professional, professional stuntmen. Cause even the, the stunt guy that did the scene, uh, I think broke or shattered his nose when they filmed it. Huh? Fun. Hollywood's great. Yeah. Hollywood's great. He beat that guy's skull in like crumbled feta. That was the, <laughs> the first cheese of the board. That was the first <laughs> cheese of the board. Um, let's see. Uh, <clears throat> he tries to attack uh, Crutch, who I completely forgot was a character uh, in this movie. Uh, but that's the point where Brodsky and his soldiers arrive. Um, but yeah, at this point, Brodsky splits up his team and then Jason just kills them uh, one by one. Uh, does anyone remember some of the horrendous puns made? During this like montage oh, of, of course. Dying. Condor screwed. Condor. Yep. And what's He's the screwed. Exactly. Dude, I'm sorry. That I think was my my favorite death. That's that's the corkscrew is my number one death. I mean, rest in peace, Condor, but by the way, um that that wasn't that he screwed him, he wine opened him. He's going for the wine pairings. It's it's very <laughs> serious about his craft. I told you, I'm going to this is what he had set in mind. So at this point, uh, Professor Lowe orders our pilot Lou uh, to dock at the space station Solaris, where they have uh, like I think it was, they said like a group of like sixty soldiers ready to take Jason out. And instead, Jason kills Lou. He was our uh, cowboy pilot, and the ship crashes directly through uh, the Solaris space station, uh, blowing it up and killing everyone on board. How? big is the ship the ship went through the space station <laughs> mm-hmm. this ship with uh you know 15 people on it yeah 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 Yeah. i will say they did do the the part of it like crashing through that like glass dome like that was done practically that i did see online i it looks like it yeah, i mean it's not it's not winning any prizes <laughs> like nope, it's great i was gonna say <laughs> not not to say that you couldn't get a good practical effect from it but they didn't it's, no, they didn't. It's like Russell Crowe singing in like Les Miserables. Yeah. It's like, wow, that's great. No, it shows. He's terrible, but good for him. I didn't take any singing lessons. Are you proud of that? <laughs> Did anybody else think that... What was his name? Sunaran? I think that was his I, name. I think it's uh, Sunaran. Sunaran? He, he reminds me of Chandler from Friends. Like, his mannerisms, like... He's just very eccentric and just Is he like, the dude who built the robot? Yeah. He built... Yes. Yeah. Okay, Cam. Yeah, there we go. Is that his name, Cam? I, I don't know. No, that's uh, Cam is the... That's his robot name. that he built. Okay. That he's yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely fucking. But, oh, not so thinly veiled. I was say, I'm pretty sure we saw them fucking. <laughs> I mean, later. Because you had... You talked about the whole scene of her, uh, you know, her nipples being... Photoshopped on. They, they, that was for they her self esteem. They were fucking. Yeah. She wanted to feel pretty for him. But anyway. hey, guys, Lou, the fucking guy with the cowboy hat, mm. Jason, Jason turned him into sliced cheese. <laughs> next, <laughs> next one on the board. And I think uh, part of the reason, like, a lot of Jason's kills, um, like get done off screen and it's just like the camera quickly pans away is what like some of the research I did between this and like I've watched stuff about other like of the other Friday 13th movies and for whatever reason like the MPAA like always really tore into the Friday 13th franchise like 
would constantly go in and tell him like, no, you need to cut this out. And like, this needs to be edited down and like mm. so much of the score needs to be cut away. Oh, so the man was trying to keep Mur- Jason down. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure it was a, something that happened on almost every single Friday movie where the MPA like stood in and was like, Mm-mm, don't like that. Friday the that. 13th is the NWA of horror movies. That's, that's kind of inspiring. It's cool. <laughs> hmm? Okay, so, um, yeah, at this point, Jason uh, breaks into the lab, uh, reclaims his classic machete, and he cuts the professor's head off. So, at this point, the Grundle has been crippled, and clearly the ship is not going to survive much longer. (laughs) Don't you hate that? Yeah, don't you hate when your Grundles get crippled? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, the survivors head for a shuttle, while, uh, what do we say, like... Sooneron uh, gives KM a uh, huge upgrade. That's and not the verbiage he uses. No, it's not the verbiage nope. he uses, but you want to go ahead and uh, give that verbiage? Yeah, let, let's go ahead and talk about that. Let's talk about that exact fucking part because he says, hold on, let me find it. He said he gave her an upload. Yep, <laughs> he gave her an upload. <laughs> I, I, I was screaming at my TV. I was like, do you mean an update? Please be sure that's what you mean. <laughs> because, because if you no. say you gave her an upload, that means you were actively fucking her while all the people on the ship were dying brutally. <laughs> I mean, he was, well, actually. He was. That was the whole se- the scene Yeah, I know. She- you're fucking your computer while your friends are dying. I mean... Yeah, they only it. had a 15% chance of, of making it, no, it out. It went up. 12, yep, 12, and then it went up to 50%. Yeah. Mass Let's go for var- 100. Dude, that's true variable. The power of love. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Power, power of, of good uploads. upload. <laughs> <laughs> After KM gets her upload, <laughs> this is when... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> our, our uh, was it uh, Post Malone's great great grandson Crutch is uh, it gets his head grabbed by Jason and slammed into some kind of uh, like panel and electrocuted to death, which I thought was great. Um, see, uh, then we had uh, one of our survivors, Kinsa. She was the one who was banging Stony early on, and she you know freaks out, panics, and tries to escape on her own. And I guess was like maybe like one of the only escape pods they have. And she just kind of flew it right into the ship. That was hilarious. (laughs) That was so great. I love that so much. I'm trying to grow as a human being. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to be, you know, less lowbrow with my jokes. So I will not mention that the fact is the year is 2455 and women drivers are very much still an issue. I'm better (laughs) than that now. (laughs) So we won't talk about that. We won't mention it. Anyway, no? Crit- yeah, I don't no, think no. He, you said better. I don't think you used the no. right word. Hmm? I don't think that word means what you think it means. What What did you say? You keep saying <laughs> that word. You keep saying <laughs> that word. <laughs> um. Okay, so this is when uh, Sunaran reappears with uh, an uploaded uh, KM. Stop! Stop! <laughs> <laughs> She's like dripping down the hall. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Dripping. Fuck. Oh no! It's you know what it reminds me of. Like it reminds me visually of the fluid that was in uh what's what's the cyborg's name from Alien? 
That's what I'm imagining. It's oh, just fuck. dripping down her I voice. can't remember his name. This is this is awful. This is bad even for Dripping. Oh, no. Yeah, she's slipping and sliding like, whoops. I guess I'm a little uncalibrated. Um, so she shows up with a bunch of guns and just starts blowing limbs off of Jason, including his head. Which... Why didn't they do this from the beginning? That's exactly what I said. <laughs> exactly what I said. They were like, we've done everything. And by that means we've done nothing. We've done literally nothing. We started banging in parts of the ship and then he got pissed. No. <laughs> and then he got mad about it. Moment of silence for the Matrix inspired Kung Fu fleshlight android scene. <laughs> it's just, it's historical. Yeah. It's. It's amazing. There's even that that's oh man, I love it. I, the the scene there's like one split second scene where her she does a kick upwards and it's like a complete 90 degree vertical kick straight forward. <laughs> um it's like a Charlie's Angel. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. I love it. Um Now, this is where they make the crucial mistake. Um to so the beginning of the movie, uh they were able to um fix up uh Rowan because I uh, remember she got stabbed uh, with the machete through the uh, the stasis pod, and they you know they have nanite technology to heal wounds. Like even the beginning, uh, Azrael got his arm cut off by Jason, and they basically gave him a whole new arm. So they take the corpse of this guy that just murdered everyone on their ship, and they lay him on the nanite table. Well, I think he was uh-huh. kicked onto the table. I think he fell. Oh, was he it. kicked onto the yeah. table? Yeah. Well, he, he got... was kicked toward it, and then he got shot with the the big gun. Yeah, no, she got she got him with the sweet chin music, and then like she did get him with the sweet chin music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if if they could have did this the whole time, why didn't they bring back everybody else on the ship? Why was this just mm-hmm. not a constant thing happening? Like, yeah. oh, yeah. they should have just had a line of all the bodies in that room and just piling them on one after another. Like, hey, you got a new spine. Hey, you got a new face. Move it on. Get back to work. It's just because this caused so many questions for me. <laughs> oh, even after everything, I probably would be one of the people was just like, um. Anyone else realize, like, you know, we should probably... He got knocked onto that table, you know, with the nanites that, you know, kind of yeah, fixes yeah, everybody hey, up. Hey, shut up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Why would we let this happen? That's because that's how we wrote it. Shut up. <laughs> so the movie can happen. Leave it alone. Oh, oh right. Gotcha. <laughs> There's a reason for all of this, dude. We didn't... We never talked about the Microsoft conflict. It was, it was a bloody bloody battle in our history and that's why everyone's so fucking stupid in the future everyone yep. who survived were apple users yeah no like everyone's fucking <laughs> stupid i i gotta admit they they did this is the one called shot they had this is actually a, it's still a potential here microsoft's still kicking still a, a massive power i could see it happening microsoft wars <clears throat> uh so is uh the at this point the survivors send out a distress call hoping to get some help and they uh set up some explosive charges to kind of like blow up and separate the destroyed part of the ship from the part of the ship that still works uh but yeah it's also at this time we see the nanites slowly start to rebuild jason and make him into a huge cyborg look guys it's jason in space there it is there's the thing <laughs> Yep. <laughs> no, you, an know, entrance. you know who this is? This isn't Jason anymore. 
This is this is super, Uber Jason. This is Super Shredder from the Teenage just... Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> That's who the fuck this is. I was All so right. excited when I saw him. I was like, hell yeah, Super Shredder's on the fucking ship. Let's go. <laughs> who, the, I... who the fuck coined Uber Jason? Who the fuck? I don't, I don't know. I don't I know where it came up on the internet, but I just know at one point it just started. This Jason just started to be referred to as Uber Jason. I I have been waiting for this moment because, you know, I like to play by the rules. And the rules we have is this is Jason Voorhees. So can I have you guys read me off or at least tell me what you think some of his powers are? Because guess what? My dude's got a number of them. So please, mm-hmm. what, what what do you think the top powers are? Immortality. For... Regeneration. Yes, done. Super strength. Done. Yes. Uh, incredible endurance not listed M- mammoth cock uh listed weirdly <laughs> enough listed. keep Go going <laughs> uh, well at least it's a real source he can breathe underwater uh he cannot breathe at all yeah even more impressive correct <laughs> so i'm gonna keep i'm, I'm gonna keep going dead. with this uh yeah regenerative empowerment uh high pain tolerance seeming teleportation i didn't know where you're going with that as i started to hear you say that word <laughs> semen teleportation <laughs> uh, wow what resurrect resurrection huh, i think i'm pregnant What? <laughs> <laughs> uh feral rage determination which by the way i think we can all that's have a, a little bit of that's a, that's a, <laughs> uh, what's your superpower i'm determined <laughs> It, okay, I, I can still shoot you in the face, so I don't know what that helps you. Yeah, if I hear you fucking, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm coming. Wait, yeah. um, <laughs> um, uh, nanokinesis. Nano, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. No, cybernetic, cybernetic monster physiology. What does that mean? Uh huh. He's just weapon. Chrome. Imp- uh, weapon in improvis- improvisation. There we go. Yeah, you uh, can look at sharp things and decide. Yep, that'll <laughs> cut through someone's skull. <laughs> These are not superpowers. Tracking, stealth, Tracking. intimidation, <laughs> cunning. cunning. I think the. I think. I think the. Uh, I, I got. This I think one last the tracking one. and. Uh, yeah. oh, go ahead. The last one is possessing people who ingest his heart and through his hell baby. Anyway. <laughs> okay so the hell baby that was oh fuck i think that was jason goes to hell because that was like the one movie where jason was in the beginning and that's it the whole rest of the movie was jason as basically a weird demonic slug baby possessing people's bodies and killing people yeah that movie was horrible um, you know, I think that the cunning and tracking, I think that's more along the lines of uh, when they did like the, the Friday reboot uh, and was like 20, 2009 or 2010. Friday. That's a great movie. He's yeah, cause so that one was where Jason cunning. was. Yeah, that was <laughs> Jason was more of just this guy who lived out in the woods that was still kind of fucked up. Um but yeah, he was just like a woods guy that, you know, all these kids are fornicating on my property and, you know, started killing them all. See, I want that as a poster, not the fornicating people. I want um, <laughs> as a poster. I, like, I could find you a poster of that somewhere. <laughs> I, want a, I want a poster which is like Jason 
I don't know, maybe like reading a book the, in front of a hard place. List and it just, like, yeah. No, no. And then on the bottom, it just says determination. It's like, a, <laughs> like a Nike poster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like the high pain tolerance. It's like something that you would brag about when you're 12. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I have stu- high I pain stu- my toe. <laughs> no, it's like that game Knuckles. Only cry for two minutes. You know, in like junior high where you oh, just punch slap each other's n- Yeah, or, or slaps. Yeah, yeah. You just punch each other in the knuckles. Like, see who caves first. <laughs> and you Jason's just pretend just really that it doesn't hurt. That. Just like, yeah, yeah, he's just really good at it. He's the champ. As you're like, you know, covering up your hand and pulling it away. Like, that didn't hurt. I'm fine. <laughs> you know, the only thing more contrived than Jason's alleged superpowers is their plan to escape the ship. Because if you mm-hmm. look at the at like the hologram of the ship that they're going off of, their only plan, which is seemingly impossible to them, but they're like, we're going to make it work, is just to go from the red side of the ship, the red signifies this is bad, <laughs> to the green side of the ship, <laughs> where I would assume uh-huh. things are good. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, Possibly. No, it seems in- entirely plausible. <laughs> they're like, all right, well, let's blow some shit up. All right, sure. I, I'm into it. Um, and, and just just real quick, uh, the, the wording of regenerative empowerment, by the way, for his power, uh, he's he's a Saiyan, guys. Are you sure that you didn't he's just look Saiyan. up? Are you sure that you didn't just look up like Jesus's powers? Because I feel like this yeah, is yeah. just <laughs> Jesus's powers right here. Do you think that regenerative Jesus empowerment? Hermit tolerance. Sweet abs. Do you think that Man Jesus has cock. the power? <laughs> yeah. Some would say he's home. <laughs> All right. Jesus, Jesus has always been good at self sustenance and feral rate. <laughs> you mean sucking himself off? What? <laughs> Was that on the and power sheet? Item, item duplication. Why is that a power? Item duplication? <laughs> yeah, I had one machete and I just picked up another one. Now no, I have two. He's just good at preserving the things he likes. That's not a super. He's, oh, no, we're talking about like Jesus or, or Jason. Oh, he's talking about Jesus. And, oh, you we're know, that, about like the fish and the bread? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the oh, classic right. ability to uh, <laughs> possessing people who ingest his heart through his <laughs> 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 I remember Genesis. Yeah, that was a yeah. good book. <laughs> it was a good book. It is not okay the parallels that we are finding between these two characters <laughs> that fit so seamlessly to one another. Also, what does Jesus start with and what does Jason start with? Mm. Come also, Come I've on. never seen the two of them in the same room. I don't know. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Chris, do you think your mom's going to ever talk to you again if she <laughs> So now Jason with his uh, huge cybernetic uh, upload. Um, you wanted to say dong, didn't stop. you? Stop. I did. I did. <laughs> Both were bad. What's Jesus' tracking ability like? I mean, if we're, if we're just going to discuss it, we're, <laughs> just we're here it. already. All right. So now that we have Cyborg Jason, uh, he easily uh, beats the shit out of KM and just knocks her head completely off. Um but since she's, you know, an android, it doesn't really matter. Um, so Sunaran recovers her still functioning head. Uh, Jason is stopped by a Waylander who sacrifices himself by setting off the charges while everyone else escapes to the other part of the ship. 
And surprisingly, or unsurprisingly, Jason survives and punches a hole through the hull of the ship, causing um, the most annoying character of the movie, Janessa, to get sucked out of the hole in the ship in a, like a vacuum. And what's the line she says when she dies? Core memory. Core memory. Hearing her <laughs> scream. Oh, this sucks on so many levels. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I feel she gets that. Right out the ship. Absolute core memory. And she, yep. by the way, grated cheese. Yep, I was going to ask you. Yep, I had a feeling that's what I was coming yep. was, that, was that kind of Swiss cheese? Jason oh, was the Swiss God. cheese when the yeah, soldiers Jason got to him, Or when KM got to him. Yeah, that was True, yeah, that's a good point. Big time Swiss cheese. Um, <clears throat> so they have a power failing with the docking door, so Brodsky uh, puts on like a EVA suit and goes outside to try and fix it. And to distract Jason, they use the um, like simulation room and bring up like a Camp Crystal Lake simulation with two virtual teenage girls who are basically like, we're going to have sex and do drugs. And Jason can't have that. So funny. <laughs> the background on this is that I don't know if it was the director or one of the producers, but they were so adamantly against doing this. Like <laughs> basically like the director and the network were like, all right, yeah, let's do this. And she was like, I will have no part in it. They made the casting director or like a, an assistant, like actually cast the girls who were very excited to do it. It was the biggest film of their careers to that point. Uh, so Jason kills quote the two virtual teenagers and um, <clears throat> realizing that, ha, ah, I've been had. Uh, um, and Brodsky confronts them. They have a little bit of a scuffle while everyone else escapes. Um, as they leave, the uh, other half of the ship explodes and starts propelling Jason <laughs> at high speed through space towards them. <laughs> Uh, but Brodsky collides with him in space, and they s- basically slowly start to just fall at high speeds towards Earth 2s, uh, like through the atmosphere and to the ground. So if we are good to move on, uh, Mr. Dan, do you happen to have a spoopometer for this one? All right. So you guys were shitting on my last couple spoop meters because they weren't I didn't think through them enough. I wasn't, I didn't go 200 IQ on it. I, I was going, I was going to base level. Okay. So, so I, you know, I, I did some research. I'm really excited for this. I did some research. Um, and I was really thinking about the vacuum of space. And I was thinking about how um, the one character was torn out of there. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Uh, what's, what's the uh, pressure in space? And apparently there is no pressure. The pressure actually comes from, the uh, atmospheric pressure in the room that they're in. So the the average uh, atmospheric pressure is 14.7 PSI. But no, 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 hold on. But then after I saw that, I, I thought about my vacuum because I have a I have a shark <laughs> vacuum. Um, so so I, I tried to find the PSI for a shark vacuum. I couldn't find anything for a shark vacuum. So I was like, I need to find more PSIs to compare. So so I, I started looking at sharks because I had a shark vacuum. So I looked at sharks instead and I found that great white, uh, great, great whites. Oh my God. They, they have 4,000 PSI in their bite. Like, wow, that's crazy. But no, nah, that's not really good. Like 4,000 isn't really <laughs> a good scale. So I didn't really want to do that. So then the internet took me to um, street sharks, which I don't know if you guys ever watched as a kid, but I watched street sharks as a kid. They had the, uh, 
they had the catchphrase "Jawsome." Uh, it was very much just uh-huh. a Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtles uh, ripoff. So, mm-hmm. so, but I couldn't find anything. I mean, they had like forty episodes that went. It only went for three seasons. It wasn't. It wasn't that great. But oh, I had the so, toys. Oh, so you remember? See, you remember? So, oh, big time. So I couldn't find anything like interesting to really compare to that. So I was looking at the other shows, and then I saw Mighty Max. And I was like, holy fuck, Mighty Max. I loved Mighty Max as a kid. I remember always playing with Mighty Max toys when I was supposed to be paying attention in church. Um, be- because I didn't pay attention in church. Sorry, Jesus. And um, guys, so stuff is making sense. Say, say, so, his, say his name. So, it's Jason. So guys, I, I went on to eBay to go try to buy this uh, thing that I sent you. For this Snake Temple Mighty Max set, it's going for three ninety five right now. So I'm looking for. I only want to spend about ten dollars on it. So zero to ten, what would you say I should spend on the Snake Temple? <laughs> <laughs> How did we get here? And here we are. I don't, I, I don't care, but I'm happy we got here. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This just spook, I guess. It's just 10 out of 10. It's got to be. It's Jason X. I need to spend the whole time. It is also Jason X. Um, So good, good, good job, Dan. I know that was your whole plot the whole time was was just the X and the 10. uh, I can't can't say this movie scared me at all. There was nothing to it. If I can say that there were some cool gory effects, maybe, but they weren't even like gross enough for me to look away. But uh, maybe maybe just try to spend a dollar instead maybe one dollar that's that's what we'll go with i'll give it the 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 cool kill effect of of a couple but that's a not scary you know what's funny is that uh i remember earlier in the podcast we started talking about like x marks the spot and like that's where you start the story always at the x that's how you started your spoopometer and you worked backwards i can, <laughs> I can tell you're like i'm gonna get to x how do I get there? <laughs> and you worked backwards from there, which I got to say, I'm incredibly impressed. Uh, overall, um, th- this isn't, uh, obviously, this is an older film. It's something I've seen many times. Um, so it's kind of difficult to put myself in the shoes of like when I first watched it. Not very scary. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to go uh, three out of ten only because the uh, the body horror was pretty scary. Some of the kills were really fun. And uh Back in 2002, I, I did get a couple jumps in. So we'll go three of three out of ten. Yeah, definitely not scary at all. Um, probably Jarvis, if I saw this probably around like 2002 or so when it came out when I was a kid, probably would have scared me a bit. But I think the first time I saw this movie was maybe like, I don't know, like five years ago. So <clears throat> didn't really scare me then. Um, but just because, you know, Zero to ten, and it's Jason X. Uh, Dan, I'm going to say um, ten cents. You should spend towards his Mighty Max. Huh? Yeah, this movie wasn't good, but I'm definitely going to drop ten dollars on that Mighty Max set because I love nostalgia. <laughs> that thing's really almost four hundred dollars. No, it's three dollars and ninety five cents on eBay. Right Are you now. kidding me? Uh, yeah, oh. so it's pretty. It's pretty good. I, I thought affordable. Yeah, no, I thought you meant like three hundred ninety five, and I was like, okay, Same. I kind of believe that because like some kids' toys are just like a wild amount of money. Yeah, I had that snake one. That one was so much fun. I had that one in the skull one. 
Uh huh. Yeah. Anyway, we're we're Muddy Max. We're Muddy Max podcast now. Yep. Uh, we definitely are, and I mean, that's again, we have to make our own fun sometimes because the storylines just don't pan out great. But it's fine. This movie was okay. I I would do it again, maybe, like with people who haven't seen it before for sure. It's it's like just silly enough to like not believe it. So I don't know. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, uh, Travis Kaiser. Uh, good luck with this one, bud. Uh, thank you, Andrew Cavanaugh. Thank you, Connor McLeod. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank don't, you for... don't forget to thank Jesus. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank thank you, Jesus uh, and Jason. Jesus um, X. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus in space. Um Let's uh, let's th- you know what? Let's all come together for a, a prayer. <laughs> Heavenly Father, oh, thank you for uh, <laughs> thank you, Travis. Thank you for Andrew Cavanaugh. Uh-huh. Thank thank you, Connor McLeod. Uh, thank thank you for making all of them. And uh, yeah, why don't you come back <laughs> around these parts another time <laughs> when it's Bible study uh, Thursdays? And um, yeah, Chris, what? what do you have to say to the people on earth too? Thanks for stopping by and having a horrible time.